joining little kind of disclaimer again um we've been having some difficulties recording the past couple of episodes due to like technical difficulties and the fact that when we would record and edit we weren't really confident in the content and so we didn't want to publish them so i think we've just been having a hard time in terms of like picking topics so if you have any ideas please feel free to let us know. Also, if you would like to be a guest, please let us know too, because I'm sure that there's some interesting topics that you guys have from your perspective. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yes, we would love to have a guest for sure. But yeah, we've been struggling a little bit, but we're back again for episode seven. And we're really excited about this one. I think it's going to be a good one. I think so too. So what is this episode going to be about? This episode is about moving to Hawaii. Yay! (laughs) Which one of us has done and one of us has not done. So this is going to be a little bit more of an interview style, which I'm kind of, I'm really excited to do. I'm excited to try this too. It's interesting because Elise provided the questions to me and she doesn't know my answers. And so we're going to see how this goes. Yes. But yes, I'm excited episode was long overdue because I did move here back in August so I've been here for quite some time and my one year is coming up so um let's get into it yeah okay I'm ready Elise okay okay here come the questions so (laughs) starting off strong what made you want to go there in the first place I mean (laughs) besides the fact that it's obviously beautiful but like, what made you just wake up and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to move to Hawaii. Uh, so what made me want to move to paradise on earth? That's a great <laughs> question. Yes. Um, okay. So I'm just going to preface it, preface it by saying traveling and experiencing new places is something that I've always been exposed to because of my family. So growing up, like we've always been on vacations and we've always explored and um kind of travel to new places so I feel like I've always had that like wanderlust kind of like that I hate that word because it's so cheesy but it's like so true like the wanderlust aspect and view on the world so that's something I'm really appreciative and I've been privileged enough to experience because of my family and I think because of them they've always encouraged me to be really curious about the world and curious about like different cultures and lifestyles So that was kind of like, you know, planting the seed in my head already. Mm -hmm. I also think it helped the fact that I moved away for college. So I was living somewhere else um, for my whole college career. So I was always having to like practice my independence in a new place with new people and new experiences. So that's something that I was always like used to, but obviously it was, um, in the comfort of like my college and also it was like financially funded for me by my parents but it still gave you kind of a little bit of a taste Mm -hmm. and um personally I think it's really really important to move away from where you grew up because it's really easy to be comfortable and sheltered um if you don't move away that's my personal opinion um that's how (laughs) I feel about myself And I think that the world is such a huge place and it's how you kind of grow as a person by challenging yourself and exposing yourself to like new people and cultures. So I've always had that like natural urge to want to explore, to want to experience new cultures and lifestyles and that. Um, Obviously you want to go there because it's beautiful. You want to experience new things you want to get a bit outside of your comfort zone but yes what was like your emotional state going into like I want to move now at this specific time because I and you can also talk about as well I know you've lived in Chicago as well for a shorter period yeah. of time so what yeah in both of those instances what made you go I want to mm. move now (laughs) okay so I'll like kind of go over like the different places that I've lived in my life 
Um, I live, I've lived in Albany, New York. I've lived in Oneonta, New York. I've lived in Chicago and I've lived in the city of Buffalo, (laughs) meaning like not in my hometown. Yes. Even though like Buffalo is my hometown, but like I obviously lived in the suburbs. So like I've lived in the city of Buffalo and then obviously like I lived here on Oahu now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've lived in many different places, but I think, so college was like kind of like standard. Like I wanted to go away for college and I just wanted to go away for college in general. So like that was like given for Oneonta and Albany. In terms of Chicago, that was like the summer that I did an internship. So I, I feel like to my core, I'm a city girl. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to like live in a city. And so I think Chicago is a good taste because like my aunt lives there. I was able to like work and live there and kind of experience that as like an adult, I guess, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not in high school anymore. So I really love city life in general. Um, So it kind of was just an easy segue just because my aunt lives there and it was a new city. So like, I don't know, I just really wanted to experience that. And then obviously like moving downtown like Elmwood area in Buffalo, New York. I really love that too, because it kind of, it's like a quainter vibe because Buffalo is a smaller city, but it still gives you the taste of like being able to like walk to everything and like just be like in the heart of, you know, the heart of it. But yeah. And so I guess what kind of triggered me was the fact that I was working from home um, in Hawaii uh, with my best friend for a few months and I fell in love with it. And then I kind of told everyone, screw it. I'm moving to Hawaii. And I did it. And then everyone thought I was kidding or everyone didn't believe me. And then I did it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, haha. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to say, I don't mean to sound Okay, and I will sound like it because I'm saying I don't mean to sound like it. I don't mean to sound like degrading to like my hometown because I really love and appreciate where I grew up. But I, it's just my personality. I really tend to feel suffocated a lot, especially when I feel like I'm not being challenged or growing as a person mm-hmm. or I'm stagnant. So I think like when I was home, because I moved back home after my internship in Chicago and I've been living there for like two years. And I think it's really easy to feel that way where we grew up in our hometown because it's just like, I feel like I really have nothing in common with most people there and I have a different outlook on life. And so I never really truly felt like I fit in. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) That sounds so dramatic. That sounds so dramatic. But like, I really felt like I was suffocating. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like I'm not being challenged as a person. I feel like I have nothing in common. The mindset is so different than most people, especially like where I work. Like it's just not the vibe, not the vibe. Not the vibe. So I was like, (laughs) I am leaving. I'm leaving and going to paradise. And that's what I did. Yeah. And that's what you did. So how did you pick going there in the first place? So it's like you went on vacation there. What made you go on vacation? And what made you think, okay, I'm going to move over here to this island in the middle of the ocean instead of moving mm-hmm. to somewhere like California or somewhere else that's also warm and beautiful. Right. So number one, my best friend had called me up and she's also kind of a similar vibe as me. She mm-hmm. called me up and she was like, hey, you want to take our laptops, work from home, in Hawaii for a month and about their live our best life. Cause for me, I mean, I'm sure it's everyone's dream. It's everyone's dream to like maybe visit Hawaii at least at one point in their lives. And so for us, like that was always like, you know, a goal of ours, but I guess I hadn't really thought of it. And she was like, low key, the flights are really cheap, low key. I think we should do it. We're young, whatever. And I, and I'm a yes girl. I really truly believe I'm a yes girl. So I was like, hell yeah. And so we did it. We fell in love. Like both of us fell in love. And I think it's a little bit different too, because like most of my life, not to sound dramatic, but most of my life, I feel like, especially in the mainland, um, I've always been like the minority. Mm -hmm. 
and same with like her because she's Latina and we've always just felt like the minority in terms of like there's little white people everywhere yeah so (laughs) what are you just for the audience oh I am Southeast Asian particularly Laotian um so when Michaela and I came here literally everyone thought we were locals and we looked like everyone it's such a weird like for me when I first like came here like stepped off the plane I was shook because like everyone around me looked like me and I was like the majority and I wasn't the minority so it was very refreshing in that sense and -hmm. the only place that I've ever been that was like that was like Asia so it's like the only place outside of Asia where I really felt like I was a majority and such a weird but comforting feeling which is only natural because it's human nature you know um so obviously we found love and then after Michaela my best friend she -hmm. had to leave uh I was like you know what I'm not ready to leave and so I ended up seeing two more months without her and I mean I lived my life two months by myself and so I was like yeah I could really see myself doing it and so I finally had to go home because I had to I had to do something I forgot what I needed to do (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I needed to I remember what I needed to do I needed to move out of my apartment that I was freaking paying rent for oh. that I wasn't even living at so I needed to freaking move out of that apartment in downtown Buffalo yeah and I needed to do that so after I was done I was like yeah after I'm done moving my furniture and moving out of this apartment I think I want to move back and everyone thought I was joking or everyone thought I was just like exaggerating but I was like no I'm really doing it because um life is short. So there was honestly no really logic in picking and ter- besides the fact that like I, I had already been there working from home for three months, but I do suggest that if you do plan on moving, you should at least visit the place before you plan to move there because, um, it's just important to know if you can see yourself fitting in there and see yourself getting coffee and fitting in with like the culture and the people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was more in terms of like, screw it I'm young I love it there it's paradise why not like goodbye (laughs) (laughs) well okay so in all of that you made it sound really easy somehow (laughs) but what was the biggest struggle of actually being Mm -hmm. able to do it the biggest struggle wait the biggest struggle of the move yes the biggest struggle of the move was finding an apartment because I'm not there physically to look for one. Mm. So it's really hard. I mean, I think this is with any move that anyone makes. If you're not there in the actual city looking, it's very hard to find an apartment because like you don't know what it looks like in person. You don't know if the person you're talking to is a scammer. Like, Cause like you're looking through different like facets, like you're going through real estate agents, you're going on Zillow, you're going on Craigslist, like, well, at least that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So it was just like the whole apartment search was very, very hard because I wasn't there to look at the contracts. I wasn't there to look at the apartments. And Mm -hmm. so in that case, I knew that I really, really wanted a roommate because I like having a little companion to live with yes. <laughs> I mean I would li- I would live alone but at the same time I think I do prefer having a little like little buddy and so I had <laughs> connected with my one of my friends I had made here um who's my current roommate right now and she did she was such a savior through this whole process she literally was like basically our agent like she went to show, she went to multiple showings for weeks and weeks and weeks. She freaking negotiated with these people, landlords. And she like did, she sent me video. She sent me pictures. Like she really was working overtime. And so the biggest struggle was like picking an apartment, but w- without her, I don't think it would have been possible. Mm. So that was the biggest struggle the biggest for struggle. me was the apartment. So what about just general annoying things like how did you feel about what people were saying and people's opinions or was there anything that anyone had said to you that just really annoyed you about moving or did you just remain Um, unbothered as you do (laughs) I mean generally speaking I do remain unbothered because that's just my personality but (laughs) obviously there's going to be people who say things and people who talk. That's just only natural part of life. Um, so of course there was people who maybe like 
said annoying comments or maybe disapproved of the move. Mm-hmm. But that says more about them than does on me because I'm remaining unbothered. Like, yes, it's sad that people can't be happy for me, but that really just shows people's true colors in terms of like their maturity level and maybe they're projecting their own emotions onto you, Mm. you know? That's true. And so that's just always been my output or out, out, outlook, outlook. That's the word I'm looking at. That's always been my outlook on it. Like I remain unbothered, but then I get sad because I'm like, oh, this person's projecting um, their emotion onto me and that sucks. That's a good way. That they can't be happy for me. That's a good and very healthy way to view it. I was just curious if there was anything that was able to get under your skin somehow, but no, I mean, even, even the little, (laughs) even the little mini comments that like people have made, they weren't horrible. They're just annoying. Like like, no one's ever been like, how could you do that? You horrible person. No, like no one's ever said anything like that, but I think it's just like micro comments here and there. I'm like, "Uh, you can be happy for me. Sucks for you. (laughs) Yeah, true. That's a good point. At the end of the day, they're probably living somewhere cold, like me. <laughs> I don't think I said Actually, yeah, all, all the people <laughs> who have made comments actually live somewhere that's really cold. Yeah. Cold so that's just a seasonal depress- depression talking. It's not you. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm actually a little bit surprised. I was going to ask about how you felt about leaving some of your family or maybe even your puppy. I oh, that that's a great question. Struggles. Yeah. That's a really good point. Actually, that was that was probably high on my list in terms of like reservations because I didn't really have many reservations besides the fact that I was like leaving my family mm-hmm. because I am very, very, very close with my grandparents. And I'm also, I mean, I'm close with my parents too, but in a different way, but my grandparents, it's a different level of closeness. Also, I have two dogs in my family and they're my freaking life. Like, I'll cry probably if I talk about them. But yeah, that was really sad because um, obviously as you get older, so does everyone and so do everyone in your, so does everyone in your life. I feel like I can't talk today. So does yes. everyone in your life. So like, obviously I'm getting older, but so my grandparents and, you know, death is inevitable. And it's just very sad to me knowing that like, oh, maybe there's some time that will pass. That I won't be there to see them like every weekend because I literally would see them every weekend when I lived back home Mm -hmm. because we would have like Sunday family dinners and like I used to live with them before I lived with them for like a month um before I moved here Mm -hmm. so that was very very sad to me but at the same time like they are in very good health so I felt kind of confident enough to leave I was also really sad about my dogs but like they're not my dogs you know like they're my parents dogs so like I couldn't take them with me and then in terms of my parents like I feel like you know they'll be around they'll be around yeah but it was like a factor in my decision like do you want to leave your family yeah um, to like do that like to do this crazy thing but I think it also played a part that everyone in my family was very supportive yeah. and no one said anything about it. like everyone was like oh my god it's amazing go and do it and Aww. I was like okay that's so nice every time I, I know. see something about moving to my grandma she goes you can't do that I'm gonna die <laughs> yeah that's hard that would be really hard if someone were to say that to me that's very it's it's guilt tripping in a way that's very serious yeah it's pretty um, bad but that's really good to hear that they didn't do that to you <laughs> Yeah, but, no one really guilt tripped. Like my grandpa, of course, was like, "Oh, are you sure you don't move somewhere closer?" Or like, "Oh, I'll be sad that you're leaving," and let, they'll make comments like that, but nothing like, "I'm gonna die." Soon. Yeah, no, no, that's good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Now they gave us some insight onto the little annoying stuff. Is there any sort of like tips or tricks you can give to like? somebody that's actually thinking about moving cross country or maybe not even cross country just like a distance away they're not moving down the street yeah my biggest tip is to just go for it yeah (laughs) because like I my outlook on life I think that life is short I think that when you're young that's when you should be doing the most and if not now then when because you really 
you really can't spend your whole life just thinking like, what if, what if, or like living your life for other people. Like you need to live your life for you and you need to take advantage of your youth and you need to just do something that you want to do. And even if you fail and you realize you made a mistake, I mean, I'm speaking from my perspective and maybe yours too, Elise, but I feel like we have the privilege if everything were to go freaking downhill and just horribly, like we have the privilege to know that like our family's going to be there from the day, you know? That's true. And yeah, that's my biggest tip is just go for it. Honestly, it's easier than you think. It may seem really hard when you think about all the logistics, but it's actually really easy, really easy. Yeah, I think it's just daunting. Like the thought is daunting. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, obviously, like I took a lot of planning on my end because I just had to freaking find that apartment. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So in terms of preparation, is there anything that like you would say, okay, if you're gonna move, you should do this single thing? Or you should do like, do you have a top three? Or is it just fuck it, just go? (laughs) I think I still have that. Yeah, I think I still have that perspective, like just screw it and go. Like, I don't really have any wishes that I did or didn't do. Like, I really think everything worked out perfectly in the end, even if there were maybe some challenges, but I think everything really did work out perfectly. And I think it's just to just do it. Wow. That's still my mindset. Yeah. Well, that's good. But I'm also delusional too, compared to most people. So that's just me. (laughs) Well, that's not, honestly, I feel like in a lot of, a lot of sense being delusional can get you farther than being like utterly realistic because at the like what's the best thing that can happen it can work out if you think about it that way rather than what's the worst yeah. thing that can happen like what if the best thing does happen who's to say it can't so <laughs> yeah I think that also plays into the fact that I'm also like a really really big yes girl and mm-hmm. so because I moved here, a lot of people that live here are also very, very like-minded to me, which is really comforting. Like I said, like I felt like back home, maybe people didn't really have a similar outlook on life as me, but people here yeah. like have the same values and same outlook on life. And everyone here that I've met and all my friends, they're yes people too. Like I'm like, oh, hey, you want to go shark diving on North Shore? Yes. Oh, hey, you want to go get really drunk at the brewery? Oh, Yeah. And like, I think that's really refreshing, like having people just say yes, yes, yes. And then every time you say yes, everything always works out. Like I've never said yes. And the thing said no, didn't work out. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But that's a great way to generally like look at things. And I feel like that's how you can have like the best experiences. So there's nothing that you can say to the class (laughs) that you <laughs> wish that you knew before that you don't that you know now after experiencing the move or would it just be about maybe okay so maybe it's the fact I don't really have tips of apartment hunting because I think that the right apartment will find you when it's due time I also think it's helpful if you are physically in that place to do all of the touring and maybe like in the meantime staying in a hotel or an Airbnb because mm-hmm. I would recommend like actually physically being there. Um, number two, I, I really don't have any tips other than the fact that maybe some advice, just know that things always will work out in the end. And I, I don't know, it's just like a mindset. If you know that things will work on the end, they will. So if you're nervous about moving or like you're scared or you like are nervous about like the finances or just anything, just know it's going to work out. Yeah. It really will. that's all I have to say okay yeah I was gonna say it sounds like your biggest takeaway is be remain optimistic and just stay positive that it's gonna work out which is honestly a great tip and that encompasses a lot of things that you might worry about when making a move like that so (laughs) yeah it's all about mindset and I and I am really a full believer of like manifestation and like law of attraction like if you're going to send, if you're going to have a mindset about how something's work out, it's most likely going to work out that way. Yeah. And it clearly has for you. So that's a, um, yeah, it has for me and many other people too, that I've met here. Cause they're all in the yeah. same boat as me. Oh, well, that's amazing. 
so we know how great and beautiful Hawaii is. And I'm guess eventually, unfortunately, you're probably going to come back. But if there was no cost involved, uh-huh. where else would you go? It's a great question. <laughs> if money was not a thing, <laughs> <laughs> I would a hundred percent be moving to a different country because there are so many beautiful, amazing places outside of America that would be so awesome to live in. I, like I said, I am a city person. I also Mm -hmm. really, really love Asia. I think that would be sick. So I feel like I would maybe live in like Singapore or like Hong Kong or Tokyo, like one of those like really high ends, like Asia metropolitans. I really would live in like, yeah, Singapore, Hong Kong, or like Tokyo, like something like that. Yeah. I think it would be really fun. That would be. And live out my crazy rich Asians dream. Yeah. (laughs) So what about okay I didn't have this in our preset questions but like if there is cost involved in a where do you think you would like to go then you're thinking in a in terms of money if I'm thinking in terms of a budget maybe I would Okay, the the answer can go two different types of ways because I really, it's on my bucket list and it's one of my goals in life to like live in in a different country at some point. Mm -hmm. So if I were to live in a different country, maybe I would start off first in like a country that's really affordable. So Mm -hmm. um, I honestly haven't really given it much thought, but like I know like in terms of like Europe, um, Spain and Portugal are fairly affordable in terms of like the rest of Europe um and then in Asia I think like Bali or Thailand Vietnam anywhere in Southeast Asia would be really affordable to live in and then South America South America is great in general so like any one of those countries like there's Guatemala Panama Ecuador there's a whole world out there exactly there's a whole world so I'm not really one to like be sat on a specific country but I know just like maybe I would pick a cheaper country mm. but somewhere not the United States yes <laughs> so I Probably. can complete my bucket list goal yes no but well yeah might as well you know but okay so is there any other notes about moving to Hawaii that you think that you would like to mention that we haven't discussed already um (laughs) nothing in particular besides the fact that if you want something you can just do it it's really kind of easy (laughs) yeah (laughs) well on that but that could also be me being delusional so I don't know how helpful this is to everyone listening (laughs) I think that being delusional is the most realistic way of thinking about things which makes that basically makes no sense but like at the end of the day it's like things we're gonna sound crazy when we put this on but like at the end of the day everything is kind of like fake like everything all these structures that we have like in our world are just like things that people made up and you can make up whatever yeah. you want to be you can do whatever you want to do I know that's, life is that's fake. what happened with everything else <laughs> life is fake life is a simulation etc cetera, etc cetera. totally like yeah. I choose not to work I don't work I choose to live in Hawaii I live in Hawaii it's a video like, game it's so really a video game. it's math. like choose it's choose your own adventure and you create the life that you want and that's what I did because for the longest time I was living in this structured box and I had enough and I eventually broke out of it and I've been that like really happy the happiest I've ever been so it's in terms of figuring out the simulation yes busting out doing your little quantum leap yes (laughs) perfect all right on that note I think that that about sums up everything we have to say about moving to Hawaii and that was a really interesting conversation so thank you Emily not that I can have anything to say but I've I did if you, questions. 
if you guys have any questions in particular for me, you feel free to like DM the Zillennial Archives Instagram account and maybe I could answer them. But yeah, if not, then the takeaway is just do it. <laughs> just do it, Nike and Emily. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to do a little surprise um, interview for Elise now. Oh, okay we're going into it first question Elise yes do you plan on moving at some point in your life yes I'm planning on moving within the year hopefully okay I'm planning on it I need to stop saying hopefully because I need to start being delusional I'm doing it this year (laughs) yes I I I need to start being more delusional (laughs) That's what I did. Okay, so for me, when I started telling people that I was moving to Oahu, I, in my head, I was like, oh yeah, I hope I can move there. I hope I can move there. But then like, I was like, no, I think I need to just tell people I am moving there. So I think a big part of like me actually doing it was me going around telling everyone, like not even just my best friends and my family, but it was like freaking like friends of a friend and like maybe strangers but I would tell people like I am moving to Hawaii and so it was very like it was like number one I was holding myself accountable because like I had told everyone that it was and number two it's like manifesting yes so maybe you should stop saying hopefully and say I am moving at some point in 2022 I have I have started doing that but I'll like it's like every other time I'll accidentally say hopefully and then I'll be like oh don't say that like you are yeah just cut yourself yes okay so that's one of your goals for 2022 is to move yes it's on my vision board great we love vision boards okay second question do you plan on moving alone or is that something okay I'm going to preface it with another question is moving alone if you do plan on moving alone something that you're nervous about or you're like kind of scared to do um in some ways yes some ways no so I personally would be moving and having this full experience like of moving by myself but I would not like personally Emily has a lot bigger balls than I do but I personally wouldn't be like feel like I could have as much fun as I could if I moved somewhere where I don't know anyone and I'm sure that it could be like really fun but I think that I would like to move somewhere where I already have like some established friendships um but I would actually be going there by myself from what I gather Mm -hmm. because I don't think anyone else is going to be going with me wherever I go (laughs) single okay. Bo's not going with you <laughs> no Bo loves my mother too much okay okay and then where are the places you have in mind and I guess you already answered the why part of it like you would pick a place where you really have an established connection yeah. so I mean in my head I'm already thinking where you're gonna move but where are some places that you have in mind for your move? Um, Okay, so... Or is there only one place or two places? Well, in my head. So yes. my head, as Emily knows, very scattered. <laughs> but my first off the top of my head would be New York City or LA. Those are my thoughts of like, okay, I vaguely know some people in New York City. I know a lot of people in LA. But... I would move, like, say, Emily, if you move somewhere (laughs) and you wanted me to go somewhere, not that, like, it would matter to you, but (laughs) I'm just saying in theory, but if you were moving somewhere and you were like, hey, you want to go with me? Like, I would do that, not just with you, but, like, maybe somebody else, too, if I knew somebody else that was also going somewhere to a different city as well, but in the- Yeah, but would it- Oh, in the United States, but, like, would it- what if it was someplace that wasn't New York City or LA would you be open to that or you it has to be New York City or LA because those are like obviously the biggest cities that like yeah I think in the U.S. um the only cities that I mean Hawaii does appeal to me for sure 
Uh, it is. Well, just maybe a... if you come here and you love it, <laughs> I'll just stay there. Yeah, I'll just stay there the whole time. <laughs> I I think that I would like love that. My only thought is I do have the same thought with you about like my grandparents and I actually I have all four of my grandparents are still alive and not all of them are super healthy unfortunately yeah so that always is in the back of my mind when I think about these things um yeah and moving somewhere that is that far away is a bit um it does like I don't want to say worry me but it makes me a little bit sad to think about, but I, I've realized yeah. that that's not really something that I can like let control my life because I have a tendency. But at the to... same time, it's very, especially because like you have, maybe some of your grandparents are not like a hundred percent. Well, that is definitely a worry because like family is important and whatever. Cause if my grandparents weren't, I also think I would have some more reservations about moving. So it's totally justifiable in terms of being close. Yeah, I do think, though, that I have had, like, I have a tendency, and I've done this with other things in the past, where I won't do something to not make somebody else sad. And then in the process, it just ends up making me way more sad, which is not helpful to anyone, because then... I'm sad they're happy like it's just a bad way to go Aww. about my life so I've Aww. kind of like let go of a lot of that because of that reason but I'm not gonna move um I can say for sure I probably wouldn't be moving like on the other side of the world <laughs> like 30 like I can't even think of like Ling lives in Vietnam like I wouldn't move over there like that's too far for me <laughs> especially at this point but I would, uh-huh. I definitely think I would be open to living outside of the country as well. Um, but in the United States, Hawaii, which technically in my head isn't even the United States, <laughs> but yeah. I think I would well, want to Well, technically it in, shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, I think in my head, I would only live in New York City or LA. I don't really think that anywhere else really calls to me like they do. Uh-huh. Yeah. do you know which like I mean I know you're saying New York City or LA but do you have one that you're more leaning towards and I mean time goes by really fast so I'm sure like it's something that's really like in your mind but do you have an idea of which city or is it kind of 50 50 um I am leaning a bit more towards LA at this point in time just considering the weather <laughs> especially uh-huh. like as the weather is starting to break, I'm just thinking about how nice it is to be warm. Uh-huh. And I think that that's something that makes me very, very happy that uh-huh. I always forget about until the weather breaks. So thinking about moving somewhere warmer, I'm definitely leaning a little bit more towards LA at this point, but it could always change, especially if I was able to find some sort of job that really interested me in New York City and New York City does have the benefit of being a 45 minute flight from our our hometown which is super yeah super yeah that nice. is really nice and the it's very that- convenient in terms of like family or even if you wanted if you, even if you miss Bo you could literally hop on a flight for the weekend and just chill yeah. and it's very and convenient the fact I wouldn't need to buy a new car is also appealing Oh, you would need a new car if you went to LA? Yeah, my car is about to die. Oh. She's Yeah, there's many pros night. and cons for both cities, I guess. So you'd have to just think about them. Yeah. But yeah, I can see you wanting to be somewhere warmer. So maybe LA. Well, LA might be a little bit more than New York City for you then. Yeah. Well, I don't know because it's so. And then there's a lot more cost involved with moving that far than moving yeah new york city it's honestly so split it's really hard for me to decide i guess it really depends on maybe the job then yeah that's kind of that's kind of the way that i've been thinking about it <laughs> which okay yeah so okay and then last question why do you want to move why do i want to move 
well so i have always wanted to live somewhere else my entire childhood <laughs> specifically when i visited um new york city in eighth grade i went with my mom <laughs> and i looked like such a freaking dweeb when i was there but i fell in love i wanted you to I wanted to move there so bad ever since eighth grade and I was just like obsessed with it like I like fantasized about living there and because of the way that my life ended up playing out and like the people I got involved with I had really 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 wanted to go there for college that was like my dream I remember this yeah you really wanted to go yeah and I just didn't end up doing it because of a lot of other reasons which um like my stupid boyfriend at the time and like my friends were very like close-minded and it was just it didn't work out that way and in hindsight it kind of makes sense because I don't think I would have been ready to do something like that just based on like where I was in that position but I had always Mm. wanted to move there and go there for school and I didn't end up doing that and then I graduated and I was like okay pandemic (laughs) gonna get a job and I was getting a job at a very terrible time during the pandemic and um my options were very slim especially in places like New York City where everyone was moving out of and no everyone was getting fired at the times that I graduated school and it was just really really tough job market and now things are on the up I'm like at a place in my life mentally where I'm able to be like okay I can be happy regardless of the situation I'm in but moving somewhere will make me happier but I think when I was younger, I really wanted to do it as more of an escape to be like, this is, com- I need to escape the life that I've created. But I want to go somewhere to like experience new things and have fun because I'm like yeah. much more mentally stable though. <laughs> and I think that's like how I know that I'm like ready to do it because it's not, I'm not running from anything anymore. Yeah. Life is about having fun. So that is really important. <laughs> yes okay and then I guess one last question and then you could follow up with any other extra points that you want to say on the topic of your potential move but how have you spoken to your parents about like the specifics in terms of like the cities or have are are they just completely like in the dark about everything um (laughs) so I've always kind of they've known and heard me say stuff like this for a while like I said I've always wanted to go there since I was in eighth grade but over I would say the past year specifically and then ever since my um recent-ish breakup I've been like very dead set on it and to the point now where they kind of like reference it and they'll be like oh when you move like you're not gonna you're gonna have to (laughs) it's more in an annoyed way but they'll be like when you move you're gonna have to pick up your own cup like when you move to LA it's gonna be warm out when you move to New York City you're gonna have to take a subway or like something like that so they're like little side comments yeah they're pretty um they know but I don't know if they know do they want to help you or are they more just like you figure it out like kind of thing um my mom specifically really wants me to because she knows I've always wanted to I think my dad is Mm -hmm. he doesn't want me to yeah that because you're his little best friend yes exactly (laughs) but at the same time you're his built-in best friend yeah basically well he keeps (laughs) saying my mom said my mom wants me to go to New York and then my dad wants me to go to LA because he wants to be able to fly to LA to warm weather to buy the cars there little side tip for anyone that cares which they probably don't (laughs) um the vintage cars in Los Angeles are extremely nice because they don't rust like they do in the northeast oh so they don't have yeah but why would wait so how would he bring it back to Buffalo he wants to fly to LA and then just drive it back 
Oh. Like, like he's like thinks that's like would be the coolest thing ever. So he keeps telling me to do I it. I love how that's what he thinks about when his daughter's moving to LA. He thinks <laughs> he's thinking about himself. <laughs> oh, he literally, he will send me Craigslist ads of cars that are currently there. That is hilarious. Yeah. So he's just waiting for you. He just is like, his only can daughter. You go so I can like get a car. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He's, he's okay. So yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty on board, but also like we don't have, um, like my family has never been like a very big like traveling family or like globetrotter family, like Emily's, I guess. Um, they, they tend to stay for the most part, like pretty, um, I don't want to say boring, but like they just love going to Florida and um, that's about the main vacation that they go on. Like my mom will go mm. on work trips sometimes to like Jamaica and stuff like that, but we've never gone on like a family trip anywhere on the West Coast at all, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy. So I just think the thought of it to them is like a little bit like crazy, which is fine and that's their prerogative but yeah I'm gonna do whatever I want to do so (laughs) it's all good in the end it'll work out as Emily said okay any last thoughts or comments um I think I just my one final thought would be I don't think there's any reason to feel guilty and about not moving or to feel bad about yourself if you can't move right now and you really want to just know if it's like something you really want to do you can do it at some point in your life and like everyone's on their own timeline and there's no rush to do anything so just if you don't feel like pressure if you're not in a place where you really can right now like I was when I was younger (laughs) because I always felt really bad about not being not doing that and not going during college but feeling like regretful and upset about it doesn't really help anything oh you can anyone just control the future so that's my final tip and takeaway that's really nice I agree with that like life is like go at your own pace yes um I just like to go at life like head on but I know that's not everyone well go at your own yeah, yeah your own pace like my pace is just really fast <laughs> go it well but yeah the other thing though go at your own pace but don't hold yourself back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like that second part yeah because I Cause... think there's there's times when people are like I need to play it safe like you can't always be like don't always play it safe like you need yeah. to take if you really really want to do something go and do it you don't have to do it this exact second if you can't and don't feel bad about it but go do it (laughs) you know all right I think that about sums up episode seven besides what monthly favorites favorites (laughs) no it's not monthly favorites oh okay you know what I meant monthly okay just favorites in general yeah okay it's time for favorites guys so Elise how many favorites do you have this week three um, <laughs> two you have three every week two what happened yeah. to the third one? yeah I always do have three because I have a shopping problem <laughs> okay but, do you have three um I'm gonna do two okay because the other one was like half a favorite and it's it's kind of like what you said like to be a favorite it has to be a shining star yeah, has to yeah be like because there's stuff. many things I like in life but like I wouldn't consider that my favorites because that wouldn't be fair to the favorites you know exactly exactly <laughs> okay, okay so at least you can share your two favorites yes okay so my favorite number one I did mention it in our pre-recorded episode that we had to scrap <laughs> but we talked about in our skincare favorites episode and Emily hyped up the summer fridays jet lag mask so much i had to go and buy it and i have absolutely no regrets it is so good and my skin has never felt more hydrated and honestly just like beautiful like i'm so obsessed with it and wow yeah the texture is so good especially if you have extremely dry skin like me and you live somewhere cold and sad yeah it really does wonders for dry skin especially yeah but 
It is a favorite for sure. I mean, it's been a favorite of mine for years now and I really stand by this product. Yeah. And I can see why it has like a cult following because it is freaking Mm -hmm. so good. I'm really shocked you it took you so long, but I guess you didn't really get into skincare like that until recently, maybe. Yeah, no, I only got into it when you got me into it. So (laughs) Okay, love that. Okay, and then my second favorite is also gonna be a makeup product. Well, not a makeup, (laughs) you know what I mean. Um so beauty. Yeah, beauty product. That's that's what I meant. My second favorite is also going to be a beauty product, and it's going to be the Charlotte Tilbury. I'm, this name is going to be hard for me to say. Cheek to chic, cheek to chic. Yeah. Cheek to chic. Cheek to chic. Cheek to chic. <laughs> yes, it is a blush, a two-tone cool pink powder blush. Er, that's what it said. Okay. Um, it's an award-winning blush from Charlotte Tilbury. And the color that I'm obsessed with is called Love is the Drug. And Uh I am like a fan of cream blush for the most part, but I have found that it doesn't really like stay on my face super long. I don't know what it is or if it just rubs off. So I've been using, I switched back to powder and I love the powder. First off, the color of this is so beautiful. It is like the perfect, like, rosy pink it's like a little bit brighter and it lasts so long and I'll wear it by itself and then I also did just start wearing it over like other blush which would normally just like rub off my face I guess and it like use it as like setting the cream blush and that shit will not budge like that will not move and it is so nice like and it just looks the color is phenomenal I'm obsessed with it so that's going to wow. be my second favorite. And I think you should try it, Emily. Very nice. Um, I'm not really in the market for a new blush. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I feel like, especially since COVID started, I haven't really been into makeup, mm. if I'm being honest. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to gift it to me, that'll be nice. But, yeah, <laughs> I haven't really been into makeup, I guess. Yeah. Um, Because... Half the time I'm wearing a mask and it just rubs off anyways. So okay, true. But that's just that's me. Like my skin really it just wipes off. Mm. But well, yeah, it sounds really nice. It sounds really nice. It is a good one. What are your favorites for this month or week? What are your favorites for the week, then? <laughs> Not the month. I have one favorite this week. Only there's one. nothing's really nothing's really lately, nothing's really sparked my life ah okay yeah okay. and I don't shop as much as you I'm not really bored. I'm not really excited because like obviously if I were to have like material items I would be really excited about them and I probably would be, they would be my favorites but like I really don't shop as yeah. much or that much right now so yeah my favorite for the week is Spotify group sessions have you ever done that yeah no what What oh my god you're doing this without me yeah (laughs) oh my no okay so let me explain to the group what it (laughs) is okay so spotify is just a chef's kiss company they really just hit the nail how do you what is this saying (laughs) hit the nail on the head they hit the nail on the head every time. Like they have so many cool things and that I'm constantly finding out about. So basically the first time I found out about what a group session was, was my friend here on the island. She, we go on a lot of road trips together. Like we'll go to the North shore. We'll go to like West side. So she like drives all the time. And so when we go on our road trips, um, she'll be like, oh, let's start a session. So basically when you start a session, it links like your phone, your Spotify's such like your phones together and like met like multiple different people can add to the queue. And so it's basically what? like a curated playlist in terms of like, oh, hey, like, can you play this song? And I'll be like, okay, in the queue. And then like, bo- it plays on both of our devices. Mm-hmm. And it like, it's like hard to, exp- 
I don't feel like I'm not explaining this correctly. No, I know what you mean. Like, I yeah, but basically about. it's really, oh, I've done this on road trips too back home. And like, it's really helpful in terms of like, if you're on a road trip and like you know, there's multiple different people in the car that have multiple different music tastes, you just add to the same session like off of your different devices and it creates just like a cool fun vibe and makes everyone happy oh my god so that's something that I've so like this has been like a cool thing that I've liked for a long time but I especially thought it was cool because I was facetiming one of our friends who lives in Vietnam last week mm-hmm. and she was like well, let's start a session so both of us had on like our headphones like obviously she lives in Vietnam and I live here and we both had our headphones and we were both like just adding to the queue and we we're just it was just so funny and like we were having such a blast because like we were just adding random songs and then she'd be like oh I love this song I'm gonna add it to my playlist and I would do vice versa so yeah. we were discovering new songs and we were just jamming separately because we both had on like headphones like it just was like so fun and it made well, me like really like it again you need to give us a tutorial because how is this happening you're right you're right I should okay so you go on your Spotify okay and then you like click onto the current song or whatever and then you there's like this little like icon in the lower left hand corner that kind of looks like a like multiple speakers okay and then it says start a remote group session listen with friends in different places so you click that and then you like whoever's the host creates the session. So like right now I clicked on it and I'm the host. And then you can invite up to seven friends. Once they join your group session, you can play music and podcast together. So it says invite friends. So then it'll create this like little link and then you send it to whoever you want to join the session. They click on the link, the session is created. And then y'all can just vibe separately in your different places or areas in the world and just like listen to the same music and just like comment on it together this is for like maybe maybe people who are like more so into music and into discovering new songs um because I know not everyone's like that but yeah oh my god that's so cool I didn't know that was a thing yeah so like if I'm lying on the beach and like you're lying in bed (laughs) I can be like let's start a session and then we'll just like vibe to the same songs together in different Ah! parts of the world that's so fun. I will definitely yeah. at some point. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just, I just thought it was like very cute that I was doing it with a friend in Vietnam because like it was just so wholesome and cute. Cause like yeah. I've done it on road trips and like that's just kind of like, I don't know, it's like all here together vibing. But then it was just funny and cute that like she was just in Vietnam and I was yeah. here and we were like, Aww. yeah. So that's my favorite for the week, and that's it. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up our episode. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I think it was a good one, and it was insightful for me as well. So thank you, Emily, for sharing your information that you've learned (laughs) with us. I learned from you too. So it was a good learning episode. And if you guys have any questions for either of us, you know, feel free to leave comments on our Instagram. But thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.